0: Okay. Hello. My name is Shane Brody. I'm traveling around the country talking to trans people, uh, non-binary people, gender non-conforming people all over the U.S. um, about their identities, about uh, beliefs, uh, religious, political beliefs, and, uh, you know, their relationships, um, current events, the laws that are, you know, being passed or being challenged um you know that sort of thing and today i'm in a semi rural pla- rural place i would say and uh i have a guest who i contacted a couple of weeks ago oh, she contacted me and we we made a really quick schedule there for a for an interview and i'm here and i'm loving it uh we're down by um kind of the cape area mm-hmm. which is really lovely lots of lots of history out here and uh so my guest is going to introduce herself just like I, every other video in whatever way she wants to and then we'll, we'll get right into it.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Judy. Um, I'm uh, 59 years old and uh, after a very long time of knowing who I was and being an absolute brilliant masker, uh, with the end of my uh, most recent marriage, I decided to come out.
0: Mm. Uh, come out in what way?
1: Um, it actually all started when I
0: like. Do you have a, a specific trans identity?
1: Well, I, I call myself Judy. Mm-hmm. My middle name is Jude. Uh... <laughs> and uh... there
0: are there are several cats and dogs in uh, here. <laughs>
1: um. I've been aware of who I've wanted to be mm. probably since I was like maybe 11 or so.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And I'm fortunate because given that I grew up in a, in a kind of a conservative place. Uh, Did you grow up around here? Not quite, I grew up, I, I started out in Connecticut which was fairly, fairly liberal and open. And yeah. I always used to wear my hair long and...
0: What what era was that?
1: Uh, oh dear. Like uh, the
0: 70s or something? The early 70s. Yeah, yeah. So um, long hair was pretty regular. Kind there. of in. Yeah, yeah. And
1: yet... Um,
0: All the boys I knew kind of had shaggy hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, but um, <clears throat> I got a little bit... I, I remember I used to always dread the first day of school. Mm because my, my first name is Christopher, but they would always say the middle name of Jude. Mm. And so I would get teased the entire year, Judy, 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 no. Judy, Judy, Judy. Which is maybe one of the reasons why I embraced it when I finally came out. Mm. Um, also because I, I always liked that my mom chose that name for me and I didn't want to lose that. And it seemed like, mm. So,
0: Yeah, a lot of people often do that. They will take parts of their old name and then um, have maybe a different translation from something from their ancestry, like Irish or Scottish Mm -hmm. or something, you know. Or um, they'll take a meaning from their, their old names and bring it into the new name. Or like you did, it's a very similar, similar name. Yeah.
1: And so um, I I remember very distinctly when we moved from, we we used to live outside of Hartford, and Mm. we moved to Connecticut. I mean, from Connecticut to to Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. up into Lemonster, which was this very jockish football town. Where is that? It's in Central Mass. It's in Worcester County.
0: Oh, okay, by Worcester, okay.
1: And uh, Yeah,
0: that's kind of the um, industrial... Uh, and more conservative Mm -hmm. area Mm -hmm.
1: and what I discovered I I was a fairly tall person even when I was like Mm -hmm. 12 and people always used to try to pick fights with me
0: oh interesting
1: and I was always very non-violent and I remember eventually I ended up getting the nickname Jesus Mm. (laughs) which was kind of funny Mm. um but um
0: I was kind of the opposite, so I was always the second shortest, and then I was, um, I don't know if I would say aggressive, but I was, you know... Uh, robust, mm-hmm. you know. So we're kind of the opposite. So you were tall and maybe softer, and I was very short and robust. I would also get picked on though, uh, I was, because I was so short. So I'm it was sure. easy to beat me up. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. In my case, they all, you know, oh, you're the tall person. I need to beat you. That's up. right.
0: And but I, then you sound like you were very soft in personality. Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. I, I eventually, um, I ended up taking karate.
0: Oh mm-hmm. and
1: I took like three years of karate and actually got very good at it and um, it was all around when I was in like seventh and eighth grade yeah um, and I was I, I, I was really starting to kind of understand my identity and I did something I felt really bad about, which is I stole my mom's clothing mm. and would wear it. Mm and
0: how would you do that um like in your room or
1: yeah in my room or the other place i go is um i had a second floor bedroom that was above like a sort of a roof Mm. so i would go out and sit on the roof dressed like that okay okay and then eventually i decided that i could sneak down the roof and so i would walk around sometimes would
0: you do this like at night mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah, so you were under night. the under the stars and and dressing yeah. mm-hmm. and oh that sounds sweet that sounds sweet.
1: um yeah and it, it, it excited me and i liked it mm-hmm. it was also kind of scary sometimes because i remember i'd walk along the road and then i was rational enough to realize <laughs> that like oh if you're dressed like a chick and somebody drives by yeah that's going to be weird. Yeah. And yet I'd always been very good from all the people that wanted to beat me up at like learning how to hide. Yeah. And
0: Why would you walk down the road at night? I
1: don't know exactly. Mm. I, it was definitely this paradox. There mm. was a side of me that wanted to be seen and a side of me that knew that I didn't want to be seen.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You know, actually I heard an almost exact story from another trans woman. I did not use her interview because, um, unfortunately, she had some anti-trans sentiments uh, that she uh, said during our interview, and I couldn't handle that. Um, I, I'm just not going to include that or, or her. But her story was re- – her early story was really compelling, so it was a really difficult decision for me to make. But she did the same thing. She dressed and then walked along country roads mm-hmm. at night. And so she was seen, but just – in a blink of an eye right. as a car went by or something like that, which is also dangerous as well. A it young is. woman out on the roads late at night is... I mean, well, and
1: see, I, it was very similar yeah. for me because I would actually sometimes choose to be seen. Yeah. And yeah. then if the car slowed down, I would disappear into right. the bushes. And I already had right. like my own escape plan right. and things like that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how there's always like... A threat of violence somewhere in there, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, and I've been dealing with that forever. Yeah, um, yeah. I, there was a whole year I literally didn't go to the bathroom at school.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: Because there were people down there that were waiting to beat me up. And so mm. I would literally like hold it all fucking
0: oh, day. Oh my goodness,
1: wow. And then go in the woods on the way home. And I had wow. a long walk. Um, mm. it was my walk from where I went to school was probably about a mile and a half mm. um, and there were lots of woods and things on the way and so there were plenty of trees to find and yeah. not?
0: And you probably knew the woods pretty good. I, I, I
1: know those woods. I, they've changed now but it's funny, I still have dreams. Oh. Um, I still know the paths to here and there. Sure, and, uh, sure.
0: I have a similar experience with a, a town I lived in above the Arctic Circle in Alaska. Like, just uh, i feel myself being there Mm -hmm. i feel the winds i feel the i smell the ocean you know all that stuff yeah totally
1: yeah but the only thing that happens sometimes in the dream is where route two used to be Mm. sometimes instead there's the ocean which doesn't make any sense Mm. for where that was but interesting there's like this um in my dreams there's this
0: Well, you're you're fairly close to the ocean now. I am now. Yeah,
1: yeah, then I used to love the ocean, but lived far away from Mm. it. And um, yeah, there was always like, it was like this channel of almost like a tropical sea. Mm. And on the other side were islands.
0: Okay.
1: Interesting. And the trail just kind of went along, but it was still the same trail. Everything, I guess, north of her too? I don't know. Not sure which side of Route Two we lived mm. on, but maybe south was like Lemonster, mm. and then on the other side was like, and there were there were like sometimes dinosaurs swimming around and. Okay. Um,
0: well, that sounds like fun. It,
1: it, it's I it, it, have the dream. It. I, I'll have these is dreams. It, is it
0: a recurring dream?
1: It's a recurring place in different okay. dreams. Okay. And it's a place I know. So it's usually, a a lot of times, if there's something unpleasant happening in the Uh dream, I'll find my way to go there.
0: Okay, yeah, wonderful.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, and and what ended up happening was, my mother figured out that clothing was missing. Mm. And then she asked me, and I was terrified, and it was like both my parents like looming
0: over me. Mm. And, um, were, you, were your family, what would you describe them as? Were they conservative or liberal or
1: Very or liberal. Centrist? Mm. Um, my dad was a bank vice president. <clears throat> my mom's an artist. Mm. Um, and I have two sisters, um, one of whom is very conservative. The other whom is, uh, she was the first person to come out in the family. So she's gay and she lives out in uh, mm. L.A. Okay. But that's Noel. Um, and we were always super close as kids. Noel and I used to go fishing together, yeah. we go hiking together, exploring together. One of my friends joked that like, oh Noel's like the little brother you never had.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And also, I mean, to have like a queer sibling and a trans sibling, that's 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 interesting.
1: Oh, I guess my parents have the full set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. How how did you describe your parents uh, politically or religiously?
1: Uh they're liberal.
0: <clears throat> they're liberal. Um, okay. Yeah, liberal. Are they are they religious or are they more secular?
1: More secular. Okay. <laughs> one of the things I remember that um, I had a lot of. They they were Catholic when we started, you know, when I was little, yeah. and. More kind of Catholic in name only, but to keep the older members of the family happy, they went to church services, so they had to drag me and my sisters to those things. Mm. And it must have been miserable for them, now that I think back on it, because I was miserable. And I remember just hating St. Joseph's Church Mm. and sitting in this hard pew. And I couldn't even take out my little yellow plastic dinosaurs to play with or anything. Oh, Mm. Um, And I wouldn't be like loud with them. I just want them on my lap, but I couldn't do that. And my biggest memory is of some old man in a robe saying things that I didn't really understand, Mm. but many of which seemed mean. And then this big image on the wall of this poor man, Mm. obviously, you know, nailed to a cross and all these skulls. Yeah. and to me it was just the most horrifying terrifying place mm. and so when I was in first grade no yeah I was first grade I learned I had to go to catechism mm-hmm.
0: and uh sorry I'm not catholic what is what is catechism
1: catechism or they call it ccd it's like christian catholic doctrine or something. Mm. Uh,
0: so Is it where you kind of accept the doctrine of the church or?
1: It's sort of like class. And the thing okay. that I hated the most about it was it happened on Saturday mornings. Mm. And as far as I was concerned, my religion was watching cartoons on Saturday morning. Right, right, We'd get in line and there'd be this nun and we would follow her down to the basement. And then this woman that was a mother of one of my friends would be the teacher. And the first time didn't seem so bad. She seemed like a nice woman, mm-hmm. and she was very friendly. And we had a homework assignment, and I was like, "Oh, I really don't like homework." And but it was—I it, I always loved to draw even then, and so it was just to draw a picture of the Garden of Eden.
0: Was this uh, uh, after you had been dressing for a little bit, or was no, this before? This
1: was before. Okay. Well,
0: <clears throat>
1: not entirely. Because I remember when I was seven, I got into my mom's makeup and her nail polish.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I got in a little trouble for that, but not too much. And sure. on the other hand, I'd also gotten in my dad's shaving kit and managed to scrap, cut myself fairly badly. Oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and my parents are really very, pretty, pretty chill about things. Mm. Um, but uh,
0: most of my guests have had very conservative parents. Uh, So that's nice to hear. Yeah, no,
1: it's definitely not that way with mine. Um, So (sighs) the assignment was to draw a picture about the the Garden of Eden in this little workbook. Mm. And so I thought, oh, it's not so bad. And I was like thinking I thought it was going to be a terrible day. It's not been such a bad day.
0: I have cited one of your cats, by the way.
1: Oh have you? Oh, there, there. oh it's Angelica. She's shh you don't need to get involved. <laughs> yes, everything's good, Bell Bell.
0: And we're back. We need we needed refreshments for a moment.
1: <laughs> so um so I did my assignment and I was super into dinosaurs then, so I, okay. I drew um what I thought would be in the Garden of Eden. So there were lots of dinosaurs. Like, it seems
0: like most kids go through a dinosaur period. Yeah. It's like it's like a part of childhood. I no, know.
1: I never stopped, but
0: Yeah.
1: And um <clears throat> she was so angry and she told me what there can't the dinosaurs? be dinosaurs in the oh. Garden of Eden, even though I did a little like and I did a caveman and a cave woman and she said that mm. was wrong too. Um Oh um and i was very hurt because i thought they were good drawings and
0: oh yes
1: and yes. i thought she was being really mean and i was conflicted because she was the mom of one of my friends mm. and i remember thinking and this is the beginning of a plot so in my little 7 year old mind i thought all right this is what i need to do i'm going to make sure i'm last in line and the line makes a curve and they're big, tall bushes next to the church. So as the line curves, I'll slip into the bushes. Oh, no. Then I'll wait till the nun sticks her head out and looks around, and then she shuts the door. And I know the door's locked after that. So there's my excuses, like okay. oh, I got confused and I was locked out.
0: So you were trying to play hooky, basically. Pretty much. Oh, okay. All oh,
1: right. and I succeeded. Oh, I went across wow. the street, read comic books. And so
0: you sound very contrarian, and not and not afraid to like voice that or act on that?
1: I think I was raised that way. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think my mom particularly noticed that streak in me and mm-hmm. decided not to suppress it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: she's a lot like that, too. How,
0: how did they deal with the dressing, the dressing up part? That was
1: actually brilliant. Um,
0: because they sound kind of uh, loving, but also kind of hands off. You know.
1: Yes, and that 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 could be a double thing in some ways. Per-
0: permissive, some people might say. Permissive, permissive.
1: sometimes some- forgetful. Uh, mm. I mean, I I I'm not going to bore you with all the times I got forgotten at like baseball practice mm. or um, karate or whatnot. Sure, um, I understand. Yeah, but in that particular case she picked me up and I was upset and I, I told her I said I'm never going to that again I will never do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know do what you will yeah What um, she feel about it? she was so funny she said well you'd be happy to know we changed
0: religions okay
1: and they became Unitarian Universalists and I was like what's this bullshit alright because I had a bad attitude about well, religion already. Well, uni-
0: Unitarianism, I mean, Unitarian Universalism, uh, UU is, it's very open to whatever <laughs> well, you want to do, pretty oh, much. Oh,
1: sure. But when I was yeah. eight, I had no idea what they were talking about. Oh, of course. Of course. My, my first taste of religion was really a pretty bitter taste.
0: Sure, sure.
1: And um, Yeah, she said, no, no, it's like, we will go to the services. You and your sisters go to class.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, is it going to be like CCD again? And she was like, no. You remember the, the, the English man that um, you met at the Children's Museum? He's the teacher for the second grade. Great. And you do science.
0: Yeah. Oh, great.
1: And it was just wonderful.
0: Yeah, they have all kinds of uh, things that they do. They even, um, I mean, they have pagans that, that oh, they allow I'm new, space I'm you, you pagan. Yeah, and then um, they have, um, because uh, some towns in the U.S. don't have... Uh, um, Muslim temples mm-hmm. they will have Muslim services there as well which is just lovely you know um, all kinds of things oh, aye, aye. there's so, lots of Buddhists as so well so you,
1: you, you would not believe yeah. I've, I've even been to youth camp yeah and, it's
0: very uh, eclectic
1: I mean very I took eclectic. to it like a fish in mm, water and, uh, and wonderful I'm a member of the the local uh, the church in New Bedford now. Yes. Yeah. The only reason I'm not more active is because I work on Sundays.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, that was a wonderful thing. But getting to the getting caught, yeah. um, my mom's attitude. Her main thing was just, and I, I was, well, it's really inconvenient that you're taking my clothes.
0: Oh. Because I need to
1: find things. Yes, yes. And so what I propose, is what she said, is that you and I will go shopping and we'll get wow. some things for you.
0: What What time period was this?
1: That would have been 1976. Wow. And I, I was very inspired at that time by, um, i have been listening to a lot of Queen. Mm. And I loved the way Freddie Mercury dressed. Right. And so I was
0: and that was kind of the peak of their career the mid 70s yeah you know yeah. that was
1: that was you know with, with the you know the I still when I do when I when I do uh, karaoke Killer Queen is one yeah. of my favorites um, yeah and... even
0: straight people love love Queen oh totally I mean everybody I don't know anybody that doesn't love Queen yeah I mean really
1: I mean, they're, like, they're... it's
0: kind of like Dolly Parton like mm-hmm. who doesn't love Dolly Parton you know <laughs>
1: there are probably some hateful people out there but we you don't need be, to speak you, of them yeah
0: you gotta be crazy <laughs> if you don't love those people <laughs> um
1: but uh I didn't have the courage to do that and I remember I was really? left to even, make that decision. Even with myself. your
0: mom's approval. Wow.
1: I was just afraid. Because well, it I it sounds knew what, like
0: you had some violence in your life too, like at school and stuff. So yeah.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. in the time when I was afraid to go to the bathroom. I was always being called a sissy anyway. Uh. And so I had a very strange way of dealing with that in high school. Um,
0: Is this something that your mom and you kind of kept talking about though?
1: A little bit uh-huh. from time to time. And at that time, I was seeing a therapist too. Mm. Um, but I remember I, I reached a sort of point where because of the karate, I'd become rather confident.
0: Mm, great. great.
1: And I was, I, I used to do a lot of bicycling and I was on the track team. Um, yeah. Um, pretty athletic, and I finally I remember I got so frustrated in gym class when we were playing floor hockey. and normally I would just take a take a hit and just not retaliate. but I remember the kid's name even his name was Dean and I, I he was one of my chief tormentors mm. and he had just cheap shot at me with an elbow. Oh no and he had the puck so he was fair game mm. and I, and ho-
0: hockey is a rough game I mean oh, yeah. the fighting and is kind of part of it it's built the coach
1: on, used to allow
0: yeah I mean they call full it full
1: contact they checking. call
0: it checking I mean yeah. it's yeah
1: and I remember uh, Coach Case came over and, and he, I, I was afraid I was in trouble and he, he he had been noticing everything and he was a nice mm. man and he said you did exactly what I think you should have done mm. I wasn't looking when that happened And during the course of like ninth and tenth grade, so it
0: sounds like it was kind of common knowledge that that people were kind of tormenting you. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Did anybody step in? Like any teachers? Any coach? coach, Case would
1: kind of. Okay. uh, Sometimes teachers would. I used to always complain to the principal. It never went anywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: I always used to wear lots of camouflage clothing before Mm. I came out. Sure. And I, I've always had this paradox. I want to stand out, but I don't want to be seen.
0: Mm. Were, were you ever a hunter? or
1: Fisherman. You,
0: fisherman, okay.
1: Yeah, mm. and actually... I, I love
0: I, I love fishing too. Oh I, I enjoy
1: oh. catching fish. I feel bad for them because lately I've come to the conclusion that I'm hurting another animal mm. for my own pleasure and there's a side of me that doesn't like that.
0: But do you sport fish or do you eat them? I mean, do you...
1: I'll eat them if yeah. there's something I'm going to eat. Okay. And I always, uh, I kill them very mercifully and very quickly. No, and yeah. I always thank them. That's that,
0: that, that's ethical. Yeah.
1: Um, but... Uh,
0: I have a little bit of a problem with the sport thing, you know, where it's just like a trophy kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have a little trouble with that. Yeah. And actually, but, I, I know enough about fish biology that the yeah. last fish you want to take out of the system is a big one. Yeah. Unless it's something like a salmon that's going to die anyway.
0: Yeah, but I, yeah, I grew up around people who did subsistence fishing mm-hmm. as well as hunting and and gathering uh, up in uh alaska and the northwest arctic borough and so i have nothing against any of that it's just uh sometimes sport fishing really or sport any any kind of sport hunting or fishing kind of rubs me the wrong way that yeah I have it really does as well yeah and, uh, it's actually, all, it seems more like ego driven <laughs> Toriel you
1: know? loves it sometimes when i'm if I get a couple of trout, and sometimes I don't cook them soon enough, I'm very fussy. Yeah. She loves cooked trout. Oh, I remember yeah. one day I came in with a couple of trout, and she was ready to eat them right out of the baggie I oh, had I them in.
0: I bet. I bet.
1: But, uh, she
0: looks like she could be a pushy girl, too.
1: <laughs> oh, she is a pushy girl. She, she is the sergeant major of the house. She herds cats. There's like
0: 275 pounds of dog here, <laughs> you know, between the two of them. There's two dogs... Two, two great Pyrenees.
1: And I, I walk them every day, twice a day. Oh so my they're goodness. they're like a upper body workout. So yeah. Yeah. Some friends of mine were saying, Geez, you're pretty buff for your age. I was like, Well, you should see the dogs I walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There's like small horses. <coughs> yeah.
1: But I've learned to control them well and they're, yeah. they're you know, we're all friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you just go down the roads here or is um, there some nice trails around here? There
1: are nice trails here. Yeah. Um, I have pond frontage here. So mm. I bring them down to where I have a little campsite on the pond and I oh, build nice. trails in the backyard. And
0: Nice. There's yeah, also a the railroad
1: back there and I bring them there. I did
0: notice that the highway that I was on kind of bisected a, a big pond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where it is. Yep. Okay. Great. And,
1: uh, no, so I, like yesterday, which was a day off, I took them all the way around the pond and oh, into nice. the park behind there. And yeah. So when I can, I take them long.
0: What kind of what kind of wildlife do you get around here?
1: Deer, otters. Yeah.
0: Um, like sea otters. Uh,
1: no, we don't have sea otters okay. here. River otters. River
0: otters. Okay.
1: Um, she has yeah. a passion for rolling an otter poop. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: she, my dog had a passion for um, the. Moose Nuggets. <laughs>
1: oh, see, she won't do anything else, even deer nuggets. And we run yeah. into those a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have Dogs a are weird. For adventure. Oh,
0: <laughs> Dogs are no weird. No
1: weirder than people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just they're all kind of weird.
0: Different kind of weird. I, I agree. I agree. Um,
1: but yeah, so the, uh, I, I went very quickly <laughs> to having very intense relationships with women Mm. Um,
0: this is like after high school in
1: high school in high school oh god I almost got a girl pregnant when I was 16 Mm. and then I broke up with her because I didn't want to end up in that situation again
0: how is your um gender identity kind of mixed in with this
1: with my very first girlfriend a little bit of I, I think I may have mentioned to her that I thought it was bisexual then.
0: Mm. And, and it was a little bit trendy in the 70s as well. I
1: guess. Yeah. At least it wasn't quite so frowned on.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of rockers. And, sure, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: David Bowie. Yeah, and...
0: The whole glam rock thing, mm-hmm. right.
1: Um, but then we broke up after the near pregnancy thing. And mm. Then I started dating someone who was rather more from a conservative, well... Half conservative, half super liberal. Mm-hmm. So, like her mother's super liberal, her dad's conservative. Okay. And um, eventually, married her. So, um, so yeah, I, I had a 25 year marriage with my first wife. Oh, two really?
0: Kids. Oh, wow.
1: And that marriage started to break down when we were having difficulties and in counseling. I came out and said that I'm bisexual. Mm. And that was unacceptable for her. She stopped going to counseling.
0: And I continued with When counseling. was this? Relatively uh, recently?
1: Not that long ago. Uh, it was around the time that... I, I, I was always kind of like a house mom. Okay. Um, my first ex was very much into being a businesswoman. Mm. I worked in education... Mm -hmm. And in museums, so I was the one that raised my two kids. Okay, and I did all the house cleaning and all the other, basically all of the traditional female things in the family. Right, right. Um, and uh, when that marriage broke apart, I I finally decided that if she's not going to go to counseling, and she's not going to accept me, then we can't be married anymore. But I had waited intentionally until my older child was already almost done with college Mm. and my younger child was done with uh, high school um
0: in order to bring these issues up in your marriage
1: I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything to complicate their raising I I kind of felt Mm -hmm. strongly like all right, I really don't want to be with this woman anymore it's clear that she's doesn't find me she doesn't accept me for who I am Mm. and um
0: and you at the time were going to counseling.
1: I was going to counseling and talking
0: about these issues. Yeah, and,
1: we'd started yeah. out in like couples counseling okay. and then she mm-hmm. dropped out of it. So oh. I continued mm. with the counselor. And uh, so
0: it sounds like she didn't want to grow with you in this I direction. Guess. Yeah.
1: And I don't know you know, it's funny because my actual being trans only popped up occasionally during those days. Mm. Every now and then. I would get this really strong temptation. I'd like I'd be looking at her clothes and go, "Geez, I'd look nice in that." Mm -hmm. But always it would be no, no, I won't do that because she'll be too upset.
0: Oh, mm -hmm.
1: and I didn't. I.
0: But in some ways, you were kind of. It sounds like, um, and it sounds like kind of stereotypical, but you were living a role as somewhat of a wife. Oh, absolutely. yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of stereotypical, but. It sounds like that was very fulfilling for you.
1: It was. Yeah. And, and, and yet it yeah. left me without all kinds of skills. Because uh, <laughs> I left her to do the finances. Mm, I see. It was like classic like yeah. housewife.
0: Right, right.
1: And so... like, Yeah,
0: because when... Uh, you know, of people of our generation, like our parents often... Well, not your parents maybe, but... The boomers, they were getting divorced a lot and women were going to work and that sort of thing. But there was kind of this turmoil of women who maybe did stay at home. And then maybe if they left their husband, like you're saying, they were kind of left with, you know, not a lot of skills and no work history that's outside of the home. So it's it's it. I mean yeah, all I kind of, of, of these issues that. are really unfortunately well, right? I had been working for a museum
1: yeah. at that time and uh-huh. I, I worked for many years pretending to be and I, I feel like in some ways
0: it's interesting though that you as a trans person experienced part of that you know it's I, I just I, that kind of blew my well, mind well see
1: I worked in a, in a living history museum mm. for like more than twenty years. Okay. And I played various roles, and it was. What a, is a
0: living history museum? It's I don't sort know what
1: of that you. It, it it's like a museum. It's like an immersive experience. Oh, so okay. You would is visit it kind of like
0: Ren Fair kind of thing? Very much oh, okay. so. Okay. Okay. Right. And
1: so I would play various roles, and actually I remember that the wardrobe people loved me, because for the seventeenth century men dressed fabulously. Sure. But most of my colleagues were not willing to wear this shit. Okay. But I was.
0: Are you talking about like? Um, Tights and and pantalo pantaloons. Oh, and
1: tights, um, short breeches. What, is it pantaloon um, or pan- Stockings and garters. Breeches, okay. Breeches, and doublets. Okay. And What's a doublet? A doublet is like a kind of a jacket. Okay, all right. And oh, it's kind of
0: just like a short jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah like a okay. short jacket. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I would sew like. I remember the the wardrobe the the lady of wardrobe loved me because she was like. I can always get you to wear, like, the colors that they really wore then. Because mm. most of the guys want to wear, like, browns and greens. And it's like, oh, no, give me that purple with the fucking pink trim. Mm. Um, and and that a, was
0: popular at the time?
1: That Oh, in those days. That yeah. was like, you know, the men were the peacocks in those days. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I really loved, actually, and I, I feel like, in a way, a little bit of myself was able to come out in wearing those clothes and enjoying them. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, I got so good at playing roles of other people. And I I was even explaining this to a friend of mine recently, and it it, it was the perfect thing to get him to shut up on the, this is just a phase, Chris. And I, I finally said to him, I said, Jim, you know all the years... Hmm. That I have played so many different roles and right. done them so freaking well. Right? How is it hard for you to figure out that now that I'm not in a role, yeah. and I'm being myself, it's actually uncomfortable for me.
0: Yeah, and it's it sounds like it's just a half half step from what you were already doing, you know, in, oh, in, in, in your a way. in your home life, and then at the Natural Museum. Uh, what what is it called? Uh, living history living history museum so you're doing a lot of dressing and it's male dress but in our current culture it would be somewhat feminine it would definitely be showy and then you're living a kind of a feminine lifestyle at home Mm -hmm. so really the identity is just a half step away from that Mm -hmm. you know acknowledging that yeah it sounds like it
1: and then um, when the marriage ended yeah I ended up very quickly taking up with uh a young woman much younger than I am okay 20 years younger than I am and we fell in love and she was very accepting of my bisexuality Mm. but I remember a couple of conversations that made me cautious about being trans Mm. and even some things that were just like
0: she was uncomfortable with it
1: well maybe because I remember I, I
0: briefly
1: just nudged the subject a little bit okay I think we we're watching some RuPaul thing. It's
0: it's interesting how like trans people always have to be careful about other people uh, other people's feelings. Yeah. Like I that keeps coming up, you know.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um and so I I remember like I was I was just loving this RuPaul drag race thing mm. and and she was saying, "Oh, you know, that makes sense cuz you're bi and stuff." And I was it's like, "Well, no, I'm not really. This is not about like Getting aroused or anything. This is just like I love the clothing and yeah. the dancing. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, you're so masculine; you'd never, you know." <laughs> and it, 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 it's weird because that threw up like this mental gate in my own brain. Mm. I was like, "Okay, I just went somewhere where I don't want to go right now."
0: Okay, so she thought of you as a, a very masculine, very man. manly masculine wow. man. Wow, wow, wow. Yet mm.
1: with lots of feminine qualities because, mm. and 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 there was a codependence there because. She had run a business herself. Mm. She had the financial skills that I lack. Sure. And so she was able to step in okay. and do that shit. So I fell right back into my comfortable sure. role.
0: Sure.
1: Clean the house, do the meals, although there was a little competition because she used to she wanted to be the cook. Okay. Um, and I, I, I'm just not into Eastern European food at all. Mm. It's like oh sour cream and ugh.
0: oh I love all that stuff. Well,
1: nothing against it, yeah. but it's just not my palate. Sure. And, uh um, And and she she was pretty pretty good at like recognizing my she could tell like just by the way I, I would say oh yeah that's good and she'd look at me and she'd say you don't like it. Oh sure <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs>
1: But fake uh,
0: enthusiasm is, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's a thin veil at yes, best. Yes. <laughs> and uh, eventually over the course of COVID lockdown mm. and things, I got more and more depressed. She worked out of the house a lot. I was stuck here working from home. By that time I left the museum, I was working as a park ranger. Which Did
0: was, they close it down, the museum?
1: The museum, I had already left. Okay. And and she had actually left. She had worked there before me, and she was actually an executive there, but she left over a union problem. Okay. um, Which she was in favor of the union. In this
0: area, did a lot of things just completely shut down? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, okay.
1: So even though I I, I worked for the... um, I I was working for the State Park Service at that point. um, I spent my whole season here writing text for signs and okay. self-guided tours and things at home okay. where she was out working at the post office all the time okay so that was a definite mm. kind of thing and I, know I don't want to get too much into that sure. but essentially by the end of that period i feel like our marriage was so overstrained
0: oh and, so you got married to this uh,
1: yeah i was married oh, okay. with her for about okay. 10 years technically we still are the divorce is not yet final but oh,
0: okay
1: mm-hmm. um About a year ago, a little more than a year ago, and we were not getting along well, she finally said, you know, basically, I'm going crazy. Mm. I'm afraid I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Will you grant me a divorce?
0: Mm. Was that stressors from, you know, COVID and all that or work
1: COVID work the fact that I was depressed the fact that we were keeping a small farm here with mm. goats and chickens and, oh really how oh, much yeah,
0: land do you have here
1: about an acre and a half Oh,
0: okay all right
1: um, and that was really hurtful because um, I never I, it, it kind of came out of the blue I didn't really expect you to ask for mm. divorce I was expecting, you know, well, maybe we should take some time off, this or that. I was like, no, straight to the divorce. And I said, well, can we do some counseling together? Uh-huh. And ironically, because she's a licensed MSW. <laughs> she said, I don't believe in counseling.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: That's and wild. I remember I thought about it. You know, I asked her, I said, can I sleep on it? Uh-huh. And uh, she had actually asked to sleep in a different bedroom. And...
0: Yeah, marriage is so strange. I mean, the the legal requirement, uh, because it's it is uh, uh, it, it it's it's a piece of paper that you sign for the government. It's so strange. I've always thought that was so strange.
1: Yeah, the unraveling part is actually more complicated yeah. because of that. Yeah, but I I remember thinking over the night, I'm like. I can't keep anyone as a prisoner.
0: Mm, yeah, of course not. Of course and not. If they want to so leave.
1: So if she wants to leave, she wants to leave. Right. If she doesn't want to do counseling, then she doesn't want to do counseling.
0: Yeah. Why would you want to stay? Maybe? Yeah.
1: So the next morning I told her, you know, if this is what you really want, then yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she gave me a sweet super hug. She was practically in tears and happiness. And I wasn't feeling quite so happy about the whole thing at all. And, and I kind of went into even more of a, yeah. tailspin of depression
0: yeah and during and COVID, during COVID and even now even though things have opened up it's it's still kind of isolating for some people you know yeah
1: and that was after the you know the the you know that was that was just a year ago so mm-hmm. I mean she so finally so as things
0: were still were opening up yeah to... and
1: um, I mean she she left for the last time on uh, Halloween mm-hmm and you know she's visited a couple times to pick stuff up, and we're we're settling the situation amicably. Be yeah. amicably, and I, I remember actually one of the things I said was, you know, I don't want us to end up in a situation where we have to sell the house. We got it at a low mortgage rate, and I don't make as much as you do. I'm going to get. Killed financially mm. if you just go and live where you're going to go live, and um, and and she was cool about that. She says, "No, I'm not going to leave you in a situation where that's not so." And we've been meeting with a mediator, um, and she's very adamant that um, I'm going to keep the house, and actually, that's all
0: great. So great.
1: that's that's working out, which
0: yeah, lowers my
1: anxiety level. Great. But, um, I remember.
0: When did you, um, I guess, come into a more a fuller trans identity that is expressed out was, in public? I
1: was actually just getting to okay, that. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: so, I remember really feeling rather adrift.
0: Because for... you you've been talking a lot about relationships, which is mm-hmm. nice. You know, your family, your your two wives. Even your dogs and cats, but we haven't we haven't gotten to you as much. Yes, yeah. yes. Let's get to you. And
1: actually, being by myself was very good for me.
0: What was it? How how did you pull out of that depression? Because depression is very difficult.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I had a jarring awakening moment because mm. uh, really? one of the things I was trying to do was. Go out a little more on my own. And okay. on my last day of work, because I was seasoned last year, late November, I decided I would go do karaoke. It was the wrong night for karaoke. I was already a little drunk. I mm. was very tired.
0: Is that a like a local queer, queer <laughs> local, bar?
1: Local bar. Okay. Not even a queer bar. Okay,
0: about. just a bar. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it was one that, that she and I had actually gone to from okay. time to time. Mm-hmm. And I decided after finishing one beer that I'm like, I'm done for the night. And I made a mistake I never make. I know if you take the right turn out of the parking lot, you go onto a one-way street, the Mm. wrong way. For whatever reason, I took the turn and didn't realize I was going the wrong way on a rotary. Thank goodness, the only thing that happened Physically, it was that somebody beeped at me, and, hey, asshole, you're going the wrong way. I realized mistake, pulled into a new gas station, started to orient myself, and then a state police car came to visit me. And he was pretty angry because he'd just seen the whole thing. And um, I almost passed the field sobriety, but not quite. Okay. And they kept running me through it again and again. And so again. You, got a, already du- tired. you got a DUI. I ended up with a DUI. Okay. And fortunately, um, I got probation for it and I took my course. It was right before that class was going to end. Maybe a couple weeks left I had. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a little extra money and I was like... I was looking online and I've always had this this thing about boots, Mm. but I never, you know. I noticed that you were wearing really tall boots. Yeah. Are those it? These are not them. These are the second pair. (laughs) Because
0: you're really tall, but then those are really tall boots. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: And um, I remember just falling in love with this pair of boots. Yeah. I was like, I have the money to buy them. They're on sale. They're $200 off. I'm going to get them.
0: Oh my goodness. And
1: so I ordered them. And while I was still waiting for them to come, Mm. I remember thinking, oh geez, I wonder if Nora left a couple of bras around here. Okay. Because I had thought that she had. And then I remembered, no, you gave those back. And then I thought.
0: And during your relationship, you weren't really dressing? No, not at all. Okay. Interesting.
1: Um, And then I thought about it and I was like, no, you don't want anybody else's stuff. You felt bad about taking your mom's stuff you need to take yourself out shopping. That's right. And
0: Finally. So I did. <laughs> and
1: it was, you know, I, I went, got myself foundation garments because great. you need those. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I spent all that money on the boots, but I had the zero balance on the charge card. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. And I bought myself my first two dresses. Okay, and, great. Um, what,
0: what appealed to... Uh, what what about them appealed to you?
1: I love purple.
0: Okay. And so I the love color sequins. And and okay.
1: And I also like pink. Okay. And gold and um one of the dresses actually my most fabulous one. This
0: sounds like a party dress.
1: <laughs> it is. It's definitely um it's this long, sequin from top to bottom.
0: So where would you wear something like that?
1: Well, I because hadn't... it doesn't
0: sound like that would go well at the dive bar that you were doing karaoke. No,
1: but you see, I I, I was once the boots came, yeah, and I got myself all dressed up in my purple dress, uh-huh. and I was still like, oh shit, I've got wigs on order, but they hadn't come yet. Mm-hmm. But finally, I remember there came a Thursday night, and the wig had come in the mail, mm. and I was like. I've got all the pieces now. And that day, I, I you know, how the, the they but, let you know when something's gonna arrive sometimes. Right, they
0: give you a notification. Notica- so I'd already got an email that yeah. I should
1: expect mm-hmm. it.
0: By the way, uh, throughout all this, have you had, ha- do you have any contact with other trans people? Oh, very maybe much Maybe queer now. people?
1: Oh, very much now, but not now. then. Now,
0: but not then, okay. But no. Even when was... you were buying your dresses and your wigs and all that?
1: Other than my sister, Noelle. Mm, Nobody. I really? had talked to Noel a little bit.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um,
1: no, I was pretty isolated. And um,
0: how about internet? Were you involved in any? a dating group?
1: site. Okay. Um, I'd met a couple of gay guys over the years, but not
0: like online groups for trans people. No, not really. Then. Wow. No. Wow.
1: Um, but yeah. I I decided to like while I was at work and I was bored. I was like, well, what kind of gay bars are in the area? I've got a weekend coming up. And well, there thinking, is at
0: the very tip of of uh, the Cape, but that's quite a ways. Well, and
1: that was the thought. I was like, yeah. well, geez, maybe go to Provincetown, and I was like, mm, it's a really long way. It's I a don't really know long way out there. Yeah. And, and then I remember there's um, there's a gay bar in New Bedford.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And I read their reviews. Is that a
0: fairly large town?
1: New Bedford yeah. oh yeah it's a city okay. oh okay and it's only like 20 minutes from here
0: yeah I saw a sign for it yeah
1: and um, so I, I, I one of the first reviews of the place I read was of a trans woman that came out there for her first time
0: okay great
1: and she said how she'd been treated so wonderfully and I was like all right, I can take a risk at this place. It's, yes. it's not far. Yeah. I'll get myself dressed up as nicely as I can.
0: And then Town isn't that far. Uh, not, not, not Provincetown. Super far, but uh, Providence. Providence, that's yes, what I Yes, but mean. I can't go to Providence because
1: I'm still on probation. I can't leave the state. Oh, I see. Okay, got to stay in state, oh, okay. at least until January.
0: Yeah. And Boston's kind of far off, too, and it's and it's it's so urban It's yeah, such a yeah. giant yeah. urban place it's so hard to get across it and, and
1: i had an idea a little bit because i'm involved in the uu church in new bedford mm. anyway that they had a strong uh trans community a gay community really? lbgtq and i had always been kind of interested in being more involved in those groups, sure. but just never during sure. the marriage and all the other distractions. So
0: your your local UU kind of draws regionally mm-hmm. from, okay, oh, great, very much so. great.
1: Um, and so um, I went that first night and I'm like, all right, you're just going to go have one beer. Mm. <laughs> and if it's creepy or weird or sketchy, you're just going to leave.
0: Yes, yes.
1: But... It was. We now that have way. a
0: snoring dog in the, in the background. That <laughs> yes, snorry dog. It's Bella. so great. <laughs> it's so great. I love it.
1: She can tell I'm happy, and so I she's comfortable.
0: It. I can feel it in the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She's got a good rumble. She's a big girl. <laughs>